Hey guys, welcome to the Footy Social Club Friday edition to discuss all of Match Week 7's fixtures. I do look forward to the Premier League every weekend. It gets me out of a whole world of trouble. Um, guys, if you're enjoying our shows, don't forget to like and subscribe. It really helps our channel. Um, the majority of our content goes out across Instagram and YouTube. You can find us at the Footy Social Club, so, so do head over and check us out. We'll get straight involved and joining me in the studio to discuss the fixtures. I've got Ryan and, and over in the UK, Steve, Gaz and Matt. Um, Gaz, I'll come to you first. Villa are at home to Brighton this weekend. Um, do you see them continuing where they left off against Chelsea last week? Oh, well, great result against Chelsea, 10-man uh, Chelsea. But yeah, great result against Chelsea. Um, I didn't see it coming, as I said um, in the past uh, podcast. Um, but no, uh, Villa are looking great at home. Um, I think Ryle have said that, you know, they're looking really, really solid at home. It's becoming a bit of a tough place to go, a bit of a fortress. Uh, and they're looking really, really good at home. Uh, on the road, I'm not so sure. I still think they're a little bit hit and miss on the road. Um, we're not going to go over the Newcastle result, um, uh, but there we go. But yeah, at home, I think they're going to be very, very good. A counter-attacking team with, you know, with Bailey and Diaby running in behind people. I think uh, Villa um, are probably going to beat, I think they're going to beat Brighton the weekend at home. Uh, going to go for a 2-1 win. Uh, what's your thoughts, Bry? We've had a great start, winning four from six without setting the world alight. So I'm happy. We actually have a good record against Brighton as well. I don't know how, but we, we seem to win at home and away against them. Probably just jinxed us. But I think I'll uh, I'll agree with the 2-1 prediction. Steve, Brighton, old money ball, super successful. They'll probably pick a bunch of 18-year-olds and do well at the weekend. No disrespect to Villa. How do you see the game going, mate? Yeah, it's going to be interesting. What, so how, how do you predict Deserby's team? Because end of the day... He, he he didn't he didn't start with a one or two on Saturday. He didn't start with Matoma. He didn't start with um, Antu Fat. He brought them both on at half time, and within fourteen seconds they've uh, they've 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 scored. You know, and the day they're just yeah. they're just they're just some they're just an amazing club. Um, I do wonder what he's going to do because they've got Marseille on Thursday um, next week, um, which will be a big game for them, and obviously in that Europa League. Um, I personally think they might get something from this game. Um, I think it could be a two-two. Could be a really, really entertaining game. Really entertaining game. The early game, the early game on Saturday. Let's hope I've not jinxed it with the fact of, <laughs> let's say, hope that it will be a two-two and not the general nil-nil that is on the twelve-thirty on a Saturday. Speaking of Marseille and a little bit off-topic, oh, Gennaro Gattuso is about to become their manager. I'm led to believe once started on that pension of Joe <laughs> Jordan um, in the San Siro with Harry Redknapp and stuff that time and, and stuff. But apparently he's going to become the next Marseille manager. So interesting oh, yeah. to see that. Um, and Steve, we'll stick on the South Coast. You've got Bournemouth, mate, as a, as a team that you're looking at. Yeah. Not sure what's really going on with them at the moment. Um, home to Arsenal. What do you think with this one, mate? Yeah, I actually started to write, um, is Andoni Iriola a myth? Um, <laughs> start, my, uh, start my report. Um, and I and I then had a look at their fixtures and thought, no, I don't think he is in truth. I don't think he is a myth. I think that he's just had a really, really hard run of games at the start of the season. Um, their next three games are Everton, Wolves and Burnley um, after the Arsenal game, which is where they would be expecting to pick up points. Um, they won't pick anything up at the weekend. That will be a 2-1, 2-0 Arsenal. 
that's that's how I see it. So, Matt, how do you think Arsenal will react to uh, being so unlucky against Tottenham last weekend? <laughs> I mean, look, I, I thought Arsenal should have won, and I thought if you know Gabriel Jesus stopped shitting the bed on fifty percent of the chances that he has, and and you know smashes it wider over the bar, then you know there, there would have been a couple more goals there for him. Arsenal will win this. I reckon four nil. To be honest, I don't think Bournemouth have got anything on them. Um, looking at their game against Brighton, they didn't take advantage of of the you know the Brighton slight hangover in the first half. I thought Bournemouth's defence was leaky. It's full of gaps. Arsenal will just I think just annihilate them. It's not going to be Newcastle, Sheffield United, but it's it's going to be maybe halfway of that about four nil. I reckon. Yeah, I agree. I think um, Arteta might rest a few players. I've got a funny feeling Rams uh, Ramsdale might play this weekend. Former club. As well, I just just got a feeling um, there'll be some changes for Arsenal. I think Saka's Achilles is going to cause an issue, so I wouldn't be surprised if maybe Reese Nelson starts on the wing for Arsenal. You know, last season we were very good down there. Saliba scored an absolute screamer of a goal from from a from a corner. So I think Arsenal three or four nil for sure, um, and we'll get back to to winning ways. Um, Ryan Everton. Fresh off the back of a fantastic result last um, weekend, they're at home to to Luton. What do you think with this one for Sean Dyche? Well, it was a great result for them away at Brentford, wasn't it? Good yes. performance as well. I think they've got to look at this uh, massive opportunity to already open up a six point gap to to the bottom three, which is going to be crucial to them in terms of staying up. I think them having Beto is doing them wonders because it actually removes the over-reliance on Calvert-Lewin, who actually came on and scored. Gaz's favourite player. <laughs> yeah, Gaz loves him. Um, <laughs> but it might actually help keep him fit, bizarrely, because they've actually got another option and kept, instead of having to constantly put him back on the field every time he's fit. Um, and it helps Dice play his natural game because yeah. he can actually lump the ball up. So Luton will see this as a game where they've got to try and pick up points. But for me... Everton's team looks far better on paper than I expect them to win. Yeah, might be slowly starting to turn a corner, Everton, just slowly. Gaz, Luton obviously got their first point of the season last weekend, uh, potentially a little bit unlucky. Are they going to get anything um, up in your neck of the woods this weekend? Nope. Nope. Uh, <laughs> Analysis 101. <laughs> Sorry, they, they lost to League One Exeter in the Cup. I mean, come on, come on. They're, you know, they started with a few first-teamers on the bench in that game, but no, nah, no. Nah. <laughs> they, they they just look so poor, Luton. Um, Everton will win 2-1. Two, 2-1. One. Two, one. Is that Calvert-Lewin to score, guys, just quickly? No, <laughs> no, better. <laughs> <laughs> look, I, I, do have, I do have to say, I think Luton will get the lowest points ever in the Premier League this season. Ever. I, I, I Honestly, ever. I, you know, I forget cricket scores at Bramall Lane last week. Forget the fact that Burnley looked disjointed. Luton, look, there's a plan there clearly, but they are just going to take a pasting most weeks, I think. Um, Steve, Manchester United and the old headmaster Eric Ten Hag are at home to Palace this weekend. Obviously, just beat them comfortably in the League Cup. Um, do you see any different going forward for Saturday's game? 
you, you can't take the Palace game out of the equation from um, Tuesday night because obviously they were United looked really good in that game in fairness but United had 38% possession against Burnley you know we're, we're not talking about against a Liverpool against an Arsenal against a Man City against Burnley so it will depend on what Palace turn up to what the result will end up being. I think that United will probably squeak it. They have got, there is some signs that they're actually starting to to put a little bit of a team together. They've got Hannibal and stuff playing now and one or two others who have come in. And he seems to be getting it a little bit more right. But how can United have 38% possession, Matt, against Burnley? It's disgusting. I think, uh, I think Man United, Matt, Another PR disaster week, mate, with Jade and Sancho now banished from, I think it's the toilets, um, driving his car in the car park, you know, tying his shoelaces in public, you name it. Jade and Sancho's almost being erased like that Back to the Future photo um, when Marty McFly's on stage. It's, um, it's, <laughs> it's very sad to see. Um, you'd be pleased, obviously, with the League Cup victory midweek. Um, confident going into this weekend. Look, when, watching the, the the game against uh, against Palace on Tuesday, United have turned a corner. I think we're going to be title challengers from that game. Uh, we, uh, look, we one massive thing for us in that game is we played without Rashford, and we didn't rely on putting everything down the fucking left hand side to Rashford, and I think that was huge. You know, Hannibal, Steve, you mentioned him there. He's a talent. But he could also fit in the Chelsea side right now, as in he, he doesn't always know what to do. But that's just youth. I, they need to stick with him because I think he's going to progress really well. It's great to see Garnacho. It's great to see Palistri. Obviously, it's amazing. You know, Johnny Evans didn't, didn't, didn't play against Palace, but he did against Burnley. He scored a goal that was unfairly disallowed, but he also set up an absolute world-class goal from, from Fernandez. 38% possession or not, I don't give a shit, to be honest. It's three points. It's, we only need one goal to do it. Turf Moor, as we've said, is a difficult place to go. Last I'm, season. I'm feeling a little bit more confident about United now. Um, and I think we'll, we'll turn Palace over again. Look, I've said on a previous pod, my worry for Palace this year was the squad being a little bit light and no real answer to losing Wilf Zaha. Um, Palace will be comfortable this season, but until they adjust the way they play, I think they'll continue to struggle. They just look a little bit shy going forward. Look, the week's performance in the cup doesn't fill me with them getting you know, any confidence in getting anything from this weekend at Old Trafford. Um, maybe they should just park the bus and let Eric Ten Hag so try and break them down. So, look, I, I think United will win this one comfortably again, 2 or 3 nil. Um, Matt, we'll, we'll stick with you. Um, Newcastle are at home to Burnley. I think you touched on it in, in Wednesday's podcast. How do you see this one going back at St James's Park? Yeah, I mean, look, Burnley, Burnley are still crying out for, for points, aren't they? I don't think they're gonna they're gonna get them. Newcastle are going to continue on from that that eight nil that very strange game that seemed like a I don't know a charity match where. 
they, they didn't want anyone to feel bad, so they let everyone score a goal. Um, just one goal, though. <laughs> Newcastle are going to carry that on, I think. Um, I don't think it's going to be an 8-0, but it might be a 2 or 3-0. I'm not, I'm not sure Burnley are going to score, but yeah, win, win for Newcastle. Right. Vinny yeah. Company, it's... Yeah, it's not going... It, it, the one thing I'd say is that in recent games, like they, they, looked, they gave as good as they got against United. You know, obviously, more, more possession, you know, more shots than them as well. Again, away at Forest, they, they looked good enough. You know, winning 4-0 in the Cup might give them a bit of confidence, but I just don't see anything outside of a Newcastle win unless they've got one eye on the Champions League next week. Yeah, no, fair enough. Vincent Company, I don't even know if he knows his best eleven or if he's just got too many new players. Uh, Needs a new spine. It's a tough one. Needs a new spine, yeah. Gaz's, Gaz's analogy there before that Burnley need a new spine. Um, possibly they do. Um, I think I liked yours. I think I like yours, Matt, better when you discussed United the other week when you said they need new arms and legs and hands and feet or something as <laughs> well. Got a, young, a lot of young players and they're, they're going to take time to adapt. But, yeah, but you don't get time in the... But that's the, that's the problem. And that know. was the problem. Like I heard uh, Andres Townsend on, Crying. on um, BBC saying about him being told he was getting a contract, being given a squad number and everything, and then it being ripped away from him. Yeah. Like, yeah, they, they could probably do with that type of a head in the dressing. He, he said he was happy to be a squad player, and that's the type of, maybe the type of personality that they actually need at the moment. Yeah, yeah, he's very underrated. Him. Yeah, yeah, he's old though as well. For when he's thirty-two, I'm surprised yeah. he's not been snapped up. But when Burnley signed, you know, eighteen, nineteen, twenty-year-olds, he's old. Um, <laughs> Steve, West Ham, obviously lost up at Anfield. I mean, a lot of teams lose at Anfield. Back at home this weekend. Against the team in Sheffield United that will be desperate not to concede more than one goal. Antonio's got a point to prove after a fairly poor performance at Anfield. What do you think will happen in this game? Yeah, I think West Ham will need to get on the front foot, won't they? That's, a, that's what they're going to need to do. I mean, at the end of the day, when they've been playing this, this, the slightly bigger cl- clubs, no disrespect to Sheffield United, they've had to been able, been able to sit back, break, you know, with their sort of fast forwards, Bowen, Antonio, um, James Ward-Prowse, you know, they've, they've, they've been able to hit people. This game, they've got to take to Sheffield United, as far as I see it. Um, I think they will, and I think they'll probably, in the wide spaces at, at the London Stadium, that'll probably be a 3-1, 3-2, something like that. I think at the end of the day, they're going to they're gonna win the game comfortably, I think, as far as I'm concerned. So, no problems at all. Yeah, no, fair enough. I don't see Sheffield United scoring in this game. I think confidence will be pretty low. Um, I think West Ham will win this comfortably. Uh, maybe 2-0. Uh, James Ward-Prowse has been lethal, especially at home since he's come in. Um, I, you know, I can see them scoring from a set piece quite easily. Sheffield United could play six at the back in this game and I don't think it would make much difference. Does anyone know if McBurney's back this week? Still suspended? Um, I'm, I'm not sure he would maybe help them out, especially with Archer up front. It, but it, it was a it was a second. It was two two yellows. Wasn't yes. it? So I think we, oh, I he think should be back then. He should be back. Yeah, yeah. As far as I'm yeah, concerned, that that will help them maybe get the ball to stick up, uh, you know, up in the up front areas and get get players up the pitch. But they don't, they won't have enough. And and West Ham, regardless of last week's result, have had a fairly good start to the season. So I think they'll continue with a win there, uh, Matt. Wolves at home to City. Um, Nunez returning. 
Um, but Wolves, Gary O'Neill in different start for a manager that you and me both quite like. Yeah, I really like Gary O'Neill. Although I had I predicted that he would be the first manager sacked, actually, which I, I think I'm wrong on. <laughs> really I like him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was <laughs> nothing that good. Him. I just thought Wolves were in a complete mess as a club. Um, I think Everton are in more of a mess, to be fair. But look, Wolves, um, Wolves should have done more against Luton. No, fair play to Luton for getting that point and getting that goal. And, you know, I think both Wolves and Luton have scored in more games than Chelsea have this season anyway. So Wolves are going to lose to City. Um, City are just an absolute juggernaut. Um, but it'll be, it'll be a good game. I think um, I think Wolves might, again, steal a goal. But, but yeah, City will have too much room, kind of three, maybe four, one even so in that game. Yeah, fair enough. Um, Steve, anything but a City win in this one? Well, Wolves have had a really tough game in the week. Um, obviously, lost three two um, at their uh, champion, championship champions elect. They're just going to get bad, and let's be honest, that's, that's Man City. They batter everybody. You know, they, they, they do. That's, you know, I can dress up. I can dress up how you want. I mean, how good a player does you know Alvarez look? How 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 quickly have, has Doku and 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 Nunes settled in? You know, it's just. It's, they, you know, you, you could almost give Man City the championship now, give, give them the give them the title now, because nobody and nobody's catching them. I don't care what anybody says. You can talk about Arsenal, you can talk about Liverpool, Man United. City. Yeah, <laughs> Sheffield <laughs> United ain't going to win it, Mark. No, 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 United ain't going to win it, mate. Oh, you're talking about you talk, or Newcastle United, is it? Or because <laughs> they ain't Man United. <laughs> No, at the end of the day, um, they're going to win the league. They've already they've already six out of six. You know, this will be seven out of seven. Yes, they'll have harder games to come. You know, they've got they've got um, they've got your Brighton's and your Liverpool's to come in in October, I think. Um, but they they you know they they're just going to win the league. At the end of the day, they're they're just a machine. Five nil. Four. Yeah, Gary O'Neill could be under a little bit of pressure. The fans I, I've seen turned a little bit following their. Their loss in the cup in the it's week. Not what they expect. But yeah, I mean, it's not their focus this year, really. Yes, my the next fixture I cannot wait to talk about. I've been so excited since Ryan put them together for us last week. Spurs at home to Liverpool. Wonder which version of Ange Ball we'll get this week, because there's apparently only one yet. I saw about six in the Arsenal game. Uh, this will be a fantastic game. Be interesting to see whether a doggy goes forward or whether he stays left back and sits there hugging onto Salah's shirt. Um, I actually think there'll be plenty of goals, but I think Liverpool will have too much for Spurs on current form. I think Liverpool will be far too strong. Um, and we'll put this one to bed 3-1, I think. Gaz, Spurs to get back to winning ways, do you think, mate? You are 100% right with 3-1. However, you're 100% wrong with the direction you're going. Tottenham will beat Liverpool 3-1. Uh, I just fancy us to beat Liverpool. You're on the, you're um, on the beer, isn't it? <laughs> no, 3-1. With Liverpool, 3-1. We're what do they put in your um, coffee at that Starbucks drive-thru? <laughs> <laughs> Extra shots. Extra shots. Uh, but no, no, we're, we're going to beat Liverpool at home. Um, yeah, I'm confident. Three-one uh, Tottenham. Matt, how do you see Liverpool travelling when they head to Spurs this weekend, mate? 
Yeah, this is uh, this is going to be the one that kind of breaks Liverpool's run. Spurs have got this, and Gaz is going to be, I guess, in hiding or laying low for a little while up in Liverpool. Might have to take his um, his big cock flag down from outside his front door. <laughs> uh, yeah, look, it's it's going to be it's going to be two one two one to Spurs, and it's going to be another mistake from uh, from from Van Dijk that's going to cause uh, cause the loss. Fair enough. Well, if Gaz gets three results in a row right, I'm going to have to... I don't know. Well, that'll be a first, considering he's bottom of the tipping. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I've still got that Havers shirt. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll see. No, I, I, I don't see Liverpool losing. I think Jurgen Klopp will be far too organised. It'll be a good game, though. Certainly one to, to, you know, to watch and possibly game of the weekend. Um, Gaz... As you, as you smash your coffee there. Forest at home to Brentford this weekend. Should be a different type of Forest from last weekend. How do you see this one playing out? Uh, Forest. Forest are a good side at home. I mean, they, they just seem to get that crowd up. They start with that, that song they start with and... It almost like keeps on going while the game started. It's one of them songs. I don't want to lose so any Forest fans. Please put it in the comments below. Um, but uh, yeah, they got some real good attacking players. Um, that um, Hudson Odoi looks very good. Alanga from um, United there. Gibbs White. Uh, they're going to create some big chances. So I'm going to go with a Forest win, but only a one 0 win. I'm surprised it's not your favourite centre forward starts with an A ends in an I. And um, it was going to get the goal, guys. <laughs> I think he's going to hold it up now and drop it off to some of the, you know, some of these uh, little whippets in like a Langer and uh, and the Do- um, Hudson Adoja. I, I think I, I rate that Langer really high, mate. I think uh, I'm surprised United let him go. Yeah. Um, I think he's a very good player. If, if um, Arsenal so can't I'm... get Tony, I would take a Womini or whatever his name is at Arsenal. I think he's very, very good as a centre forward. I like it. He's a powerhouse. Um, yeah. Right, you're looking after Brentford this week. Bad result last weekend, not expected by anyone. Nope. Um, this is a tricky game for them, is it not? Yeah, I, I actually think that Brentford have had a very slow start to the season. Um, they got a good result against Spurs. They then dumped Fulham. Since then, the noises that are coming out of the club aren't great. Like Thomas Frank said that Tony leaving in January is a possibility. And it has me thinking, have they reached their peak? You know, great season last season. Can they actually do any better than that? Everton had more shots on target and off target than them last week. You would never have called that. Um, so for, I actually begrudgingly agree with Gaz again. I think that uh, Forest are going to get a win. Do you think that it's with Brentford that the Tony loss is, is massive for him, right? In the, in the way that they play the game. Do, do you think if he wasn't banned, he would have gone in the summer? And do you think they're just trying to find a new way to play? Well, they still were winning games at the back end of last season when Tony took his bam on. Mm. And then they started the season well. I, I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it is. Maybe they are missing him. Maybe it's too much for Wisser and Mbemo to, to actually fill that void. But they're very similar players. I thought, I thought that in the early part, the first couple of games, they looked good. But then they just seemed to fall off a cliff. And yeah, I, I just, my worry as a Brentford fan, and correct me if I'm wrong, Feel free to destroy me in the comments. I, I just have they have they reached as far as they can go, and this is the slow decline of Brentford. 
Yeah, possibly. I thought they were very unlucky in that Spurs game. They should have won that at the start of the season. <laughs> um, <laughs> Fulham, uh, Matt's favourites relegation, but Fulham are uh, at home to Chelsea this weekend in the West London derby. Um, to be honest, I haven't been that impressed with Fulham. They just look a little bit like they're missing something. Um, I think they'll have enough to get a draw against goal-shy Chelsea. I mean, even if they didn't play a goalkeeper, Chelsea wouldn't score. <laughs> so I think Fulham at home, the fans will be up for it. Craven Cottage will be packed. So I'm going to say that Fulham will probably snatch a little 1-1 draw against Chelsea. Gaz? A contradiction. You just said that they wouldn't score if they had no goalkeeper, and then you're saying they're going to well, score. Well, I'm going to let them have one goal. <laughs> Own goal, is it? Own goal, yeah, sure, that'll do. Gaz, what's going to happen with this one? More pressure for Pochettino, or is the pressure coming off? Pressure's coming off. I think they'll bounce back against um, Fulham. Um, I think Jackson, old uh, Steve's best mate. <laughs> uh, that's not Michael Jackson. That's Nicholas Jackson, by the way. Up front, I think he's going to get one. Uh, he finally break his dock. Or uh, no, you know, he scored already, hasn't he? So, but I think I think he's going to get one. Uh, I'd go two-one Chelsea. I think Chelsea. Uh, I think it'll start to click for Chelsea. I, w- I wouldn't surprise if it's three-one Chelsea, to be honest. Um, but yeah, I think a Chelsea win. That's that's pretty bold considering their highlights for goal of the month is coming from training for September. So I don't know. <laughs> I am, I'm a bold they're getting three I goals sit, from. I didn't sit on the bench. No, Ron Seal this week. I keep in the head. Uh, Ron Seal, if you'd like to sponsor us, we have got a lovely fence that needs painting. Ryan's nuts were normally stapled to it. But if you would like to sponsor oh, us. We would absolutely yeah. love. I can't to stick to it because these shirts are frigging solid. <laughs> Other fence staining brands are out there. We'd be open to those as well. <laughs> um, Chelsea to score three. I think Pochettino scored more goals in training than Jackson this season and Sterling put together. Um, Christian scored more this year. Yeah, only just. I scored three on the weekend. I'm not so on about good. Them, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it was a home performance at the weekend. I was very happy with that. Um, look, the biggest news that I, I'd like to talk about at the time of recording this is something that concerns me for an England player. Um, Calvin Phillips and, and Guardiola's talked about him in, in, in the press this week and specifically around the minutes that he hasn't had. Um, almost saying that basically he can go if he wants. And, and yet Calvin Phillips has said he wants to stay and fight for his place. Steve, I mean, he'd still get minutes with Southgate either way, wouldn't he? Well, I'm going to say, if he went and played in League Two, he'd probably still get minutes with Southgate in the day. It's just, it's just how he is, isn't it? So he has his favourites, they play. But um, I mean, it's testament if he wants to stay and fight for his place. I mean, whether the whether the fact he's probably going to pick up copious amount of medals in his career if he stays and fights for his place, even if he doesn't play as part of that. Um, obviously, they've got Rodri suspended for this um, for this weekend coming up. So, surely that's his big opportunity that if he's ever going to get a game for Man City, he's going to get a game this weekend. And and I'm not convinced he will. I'm not convinced that Guardiola will, will, will let him, you know, let him have his head. He did... In fairness to him, in, in that game um, in for England, he looked really good. 
He looked he looked fit enough. He looked, you know, sharp on the ball, you know, doing the sort of things that he, he was doing back in the sort of Euro, you know, Euro twenty twenty one when 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 you know when we when we saw him for a plan for England then and when he was at Leeds. Uh, to me, it's one of them things whereby normally a player goes to Man City, they don't hit the ground running, they learn the systems that he wants them to play and the little movements they've got to do. And the second season they come in. This is his second season. If he ain't playing now, he ain't never playing. Nah. Guys, to me, Guardiola talks about the fact that he that Phillips makes mistakes. That can only be from training, right? Because we're not seeing him actually on the pitch. Do you think he's just lost faith in him and, and his time will come to an end maybe in January, if not the summer? Yeah, I, I think when you've got someone in there like Rodri, who is an absolute monster, right? He ain't going. He ain't getting in front of Rodri unless Rodri's injured. So, And he's the type of guy that's so big, so strong, so good, doesn't ever get injured, doesn't look as if he ever gets injured. He's like super for City. He gets so sent off, though. He's always, yeah. He gets sent off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, we can't, can't legislate for that. But, you know, performance-wise, he's always going to be playing second fiddle to him. So does he want to play second fiddle to him? Or he's a Northern boy. Uh, is he going to, you know, he's from Leeds, big sort of, you know, big family unit, I understand. Um, he might he, he may go to somewhere like Newcastle or maybe Liverpool or, or we somewhere staying up around that sort of north, in the north-west uh, maybe. Um, but no, uh, like I say, he's a great player. Every time he comes... Every time he comes on for like Southgate's, I know he's his Southgate's golden child or whatever, but he performs. He does. He performs. He's a great player, but he's just no Rodri. Rodri's an absolute tank. And um, so, yeah, second fiddle, I'm afraid. I, I don't think he's a great player. I think no. he's a good footballer. Matt, what would you do if you were Calvin Phillips, mate? Would you would you do a Scott Carson and win every trophy and play no minutes or one game in four years? Or would you, you know in your tw- mid-20s now, whether, try and seek a move away from the club? I mean, technically, he's, he's pretty much won every trophy now, hasn't he? won the treble with City, so he's got he's got his winner's medals, although he might have played about seven minutes in total in all those games. But I think the, the really, the thing that would have pissed me off if I was Phillips, I would have probably taken this the wrong way. And this is the one of the uh, Pep's quotes, so I'll quote it to you. So Pep says, he decided to stay this summer. The club spoke with him, and even for the fact he didn't have many minutes, he said, no, I want to stay. If he wants to stay, it's okay, it's perfect, he's a lovely person. I would I'd be massively <laughs> insulted that I'm being kept at a football club for being a lovely person. I'd go, thanks very much, Pep, just let me, I'll get out in January. I, you know, I wouldn't do what Maguire's trying to do at United or anything like that. Go and play football somewhere else where you're going to get the minutes, and you're actually going to earn your spot you know, in, in the England squad, instead of just becoming another England player who always had potential but never kind of quite lived up to it. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. Right, I mean, Guardiola talks about not being able to get the Calvin Phillips that Bielsa was able to, to get at Leeds, you know, and Guardiola's a lover of Bielsa, calls him one of the greatest coaches of all time. Where does Calvin Phillips go next? What What's the game plan for him? Because... I think Nunez will start against his old club at the weekend in yeah, that sure. position. Yeah, he will. Um, it's worrying, isn't it, if you're Calvin Phillips because Pep doesn't do this with players. He doesn't call it. Typically, he doesn't call them out. The notes I made have been destroyed by by you boys because um, you're <laughs> you're all right. Like Steve, you brought up about second season syndrome. It took Grealish a season, took Mares a season. 
even took Rodri, who's, you know, Gaz rightly says is an absolute unit. They don't miss Gundogan at the moment because of his form. It took him a season. Yeah. Um, for him to call out Calvin Phillips is a big worry. He said about Bielsa getting the best out of him. Even Bielsa was struggling towards the end. People forget this. Like, Calvin Phillips had that great first year. Where and that's what that's for me where he built up his reputation. That first year in the Prem when everyone was lauding how Leeds were playing. The second season they were getting royally thumped. Uh, he has injury problems all the time. He can't stay fit. If you're asking where he goes next, I think he's got a he needs a bit of a reality check and maybe he goes to a mid table, potentially lower half of the premiership team on loan in the second half of the year. Because he needs he's to not- build himself back up. He's not going to Man United, mate. <laughs> he might go. Mate, I heard Chelsea need another holding midfielder. <laughs> so, like, you would have thought in the summer, him going to Liverpool, for example, would be ideal. They needed a holding midfielder. You know, if they really wanted him, based on what Pep said, he'd have probably let him go. So Liverpool probably didn't fancy him enough. No, They're the team that's screaming I'm for sorry, that player. Sorry. You are. I was very surprised yeah, that they didn't and, come and they in didn't, for him. And they didn't. So there's got, is it his injury problems that's just like, um, like with other players, you know, like with Van Dyke, where he's just come back and he's not the same player. That would be worrying because I don't think he's that old. Nice, about 26, 27. I just, yeah. But as I said, for, for Pep to come out and publicly say that, for quotes to be released that you would think should be private between manager and player, it's very unpep like. And I don't see him having a future there. Yeah, makes me wonder if there's something in the water in Manchester with uh, managers falling out with English players. But it, it, it does seem strange because Calvin Phillips doesn't come across as the type of player to be outspoken about something either. He's kind of quite shy. He hasn't, and he hasn't, has he? Yeah, hasn't there's nothing shy. really been out there. I mean, I, I, I could see a move for, you know, a, a West Ham, you know, as an upgrade on somewhere like Suchek and, and something like that. I think there's there's definitely clubs out there that would like Calvin Phillips in their in their ranks for sure. Um, you know, but does he want it? Correct. The, the it, hunger's like, the other moved, thing. If he hasn't moved, is he going to be in the next Jack Rodwell, yeah. who eventually five, ten years too late realizes yeah. he's out a, here? A, a balls up, a balls out here. Yeah. He's in Sydney FC. Oh, yeah. How's that, how's that career play? <laughs> yeah, yeah, terrible. Like you know, um. Jack Rodwell, if you want to do an interview about how your career fell apart. Sorry, mate. If I see you in Sydney, don't let us out. I would love to do an interview. I'll do a one-on-one with him. Um, But no, it's a a worrying time, especially there's a a Euros on the horizon um, as well next summer. He'll probably get called up. But if he goes and has another six or seven minutes over the course of a season, then probably he can't be called up. And and the likes of James Ward-Prowse, who may have had a good season, should be in his place. It'll be interesting to see. Um, what goes on there. Um, Guys, give me your quick goals. How many goals are we going to get this week? Gaz, how many goals, mate? 38. Steve? Um, 30. Matt? 26. 26. Rye? 32. I'll go with 29. Um, I'll have to find out who won it last time because I don't know, to be honest. Um, Guys, that's it for today's show. Um, don't forget to like and subscribe if you've enjoyed it. We'll be back at next week, Wednesday and Friday, the usual podcast, plus all of the other content that we put out Monday and Monday to Friday. Enjoy the weekend. Hope your team wins, except if you're Spurs. <laughs> and uh, we'll see you on the next one. <laughs>